0: Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C L A U D E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Waveform Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Marquez. And I'm Andrew. And today we are looking forward. We're looking at the future. So you might remember last week, we went through all the fun stuff that sort of highlighted our 2021, yeah. and this is the last episode of the 2021 calendar year, which is very exciting, but maybe a little bittersweet.
2: Yeah. I also just want to say, you know, we're we're releasing a podcast here on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, so don't say we've never done anything for you. We've we've been working That's for dedication. you. That's dedication. Yeah. Come on. For
0: sure. So, so we're, we're coming back at you next year in 2022, but of course, before we jump into the new year, we want to look forward at the stuff that we're expecting, hoping for maybe, maybe rooting for a little bit. And uh, we're going to go through the entire MKBHD team here at Waveform, the studio, everything. And we're going to look forward to those things to get us in a. A positive
2: mood for 2022. Yeah, and make some predictions too. Which maybe we should then next year come back on this episode. Oh, I love that And idea. make those predictions, and I, then make future predictions as well. But
0: I'm telling myself this now, but somebody on Twitter, please remind me December of 2022. We want to revisit the predictions that we made and see, see how Adam, many of them were right. Adam's typing. No worries. We're writing that down. He, okay, he's got good. Us. Yeah, yeah. We got it. But don't let me forget. Somebody on Twitter will definitely huh. remember. Um, so without any further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Same order as last week, Adam let's talk about the future. Adam, do you have a favorite, or a, let's let's phrase it this way, a prediction for tech in 2022 or something you're hoping will happen in tech in 2022?
1: Something I'm hoping for would probably be the OP2 from Teenage Engineering. I don't know what that is. You got to yeah. explain that one. So they have a synthesizer, the OP1, that's okay. like a little keyboard that you can make notes with, everything like that. They bought... They didn't buy. They released another one the OPZ which is the one that we bought. They ha- we have the OPZ which is what I use okay. to make like the ad music that you guys hear and stuff like that. The OP2 has been rumored for I don't even know how many years. There's not even an announcement yet. And it's just okay. like every year, I'm eagerly hoping that this is the year that the OP2 comes out for like is the past like, four years. It's like Half Life 3. Like it's <laughs> basically <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. Can I just make
2: come. a video game reference? Did yeah. we get that? That's how wow. far
0: Half Life 3 has transcended. It's
1: reality.
2: mainstream now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, I, I was going to ask what's the difference between like a MIDI controller that I've seen before and the OP2. Like what would make the OP2 so great?
1: The OP2, well, the OP1 was amazing. It's already sitting in the MoMA like design store. It's just, it needed like a better headphone jack. It wasn't great on the first one. It was a little staticky. It needs USB-C. That would be nice. Yep. Whatever new things. Like there's some features in the OPZ that are just new and like updated. Where the old one didn't have that, so if it would just become modern basically because it was already pretty great and fun to play with, but and also I would like the price to go down, which is never going to happen, but oh. it's insanely expensive. It's like a 1400 dollars synth for no reason, yeah.
2: But Le- to get some context, since Marquez and I don't know much about this, you're <laughs> saying you're hoping for it to come and you're calling it the OP2. Is there like any actual rumor about any specs on this or release date or anything, or is this just a we all know they need to make a second one. Yeah, and
0: collectively as fans, you're hoping for
2: one more so that okay. it's like a refresh. I just make sure, <laughs> it's like
1: a refresh. Like with yeah. enough
0: momentum, like the Tesla Model S refresh was kind of like a rumored thing for like three years. Yeah. We're all like, when are they going to do it? Because mm-hmm. it's old, it's aging. They got to do it, but like we don't know when. It's not official yet. So we're we're coming around to that time where like, all right, USB C. There's enough. Of, there's a long enough list of things that yeah. could happen. That would really make a good, solid And I think
1: this past year was like the first, it was a 10-year anniversary of the first one coming out. Oh, we're a while. Yeah, it's been a while. So like any day now.
2: If you had to give a percentage of it coming out in 2022, (sighs) a a guesstimate percentage?
1: Probably about as much as... Cybertruck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Pixel Watch, but that works too. (laughs) Oh, man, that's low. (laughs) Like something I've wanted for so many years. The Pixel Watch, but every year, if you ask me to give it a realistic percentage, yeah. probably less than fifty percent. Like, yeah. I want it, but I'll give it like thirty-five percent. So likelihood.
2: we're we're really on the like, this could be the year. Trade yeah. the, the really really hopeful <laughs> <It's happening>. optimistic. <laughs> yeah, okay, so exactly. it Sounds
0: low. Sounds like a really low chance. Mm-hmm. I'm am fi- crossing my fingers for you. I
2: hope Thank it you. Comes. It's
1: Appreciate it. I need all your prayers.
0: <laughs> all right, we got to talk future with Hayato. Uh, what are you, what are you expecting out of 2022 and maybe what are you hoping for?
3: I really want to see more EVs come to market again. I, I really like, um, I really like competition and I think next year is looking really interesting because it's not just like the, the big car companies, I guess not even big car. It's, it's not like legacy car
2: companies. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But there, there's like startups like canoe that I think is supposed to be shipping something in 2022, Mm. hopefully. And I really, really like Canoe's designs that they've shown us. I want to see more from them. I want to see more things from Rivian. There's there's all kinds of companies. But even with the traditional manufacturers, like Hyundai has been really killing it with their new Ionic series they're mm-hmm. supposed to be putting yeah. out. I saw
2: two on my drive the other day, actually. Really? Yeah. Two was, ionics I, Wow. Maybe it was just one. I don't know. It's so easy to tell an EV lately because they don't have a yeah. grill. And you're yeah. like, oh. All that is. I don't yeah. think I've seen that. Yeah, and
3: like even those are super compelling. So mm-hmm. I, I think uh, I think the EV space is going to be looking really good in the next year, um, which is great for me because I think at some point, as much as I want to be like a fully carless person uh, for as long as I can, I'm, I'm probably going to have to buy a car mm-hmm. soon. So yeah.
0: And,
2: also, like more EVs means hopefully better charging network because we all are very aware and Hayato has hours of footage of it that uh, the charging (laughs) network could use some work and I like seeing more legacy and more new car manufacturers coming into the EV space because that should mean all of those should get better. Should. Fingers crossed.
4: I I I feel like I
0: have like sort of two versions of... Rooting for EVs. Yeah. I have this thing that I do where I'm like, yeah, I'm driving around, I'll like see an EV. It's like EV spotting. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, this is the third Mach E today. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll see a rare one like the Mini Cooper and I'm like, oh, that I haven't seen one of those yeah. in a long time. So I'm like just rooting for more variety, which is kind of yeah. fun, but also rooting for a lower price breakthrough. Yeah. Because they're yeah. all sort of showing up at like 39 plus. Yeah. Which is, it makes sense. These are expensive new types of cars that they're building. Um, but we're also rooting for like a 20 to 30 yeah type of car, which would be a really big difference versus what we've seen typically with a new EV. And that's the second type I'm rooting for. I want to be optimistic for it. I don't think we're going to see an amazing bunch of new $20,000 EVs yeah, anytime but- soon. But I think as we get more and more we'll see the minimum price go down a little more every time. I mean do to. we
3: are we still expecting like model Tesla Model what 2? So this yeah, is yeah, this point. is one of the things yeah Model two which would be a like two, yeah. a
0: slightly smaller model three yeah with slightly less materials and slightly lower price like that's the basic formula. For a say twenty five thousand dollar EV,
2: the thing yeah. now is though a Model
0: Three costs like forty
2: six. Yeah, it? right. As so it has it be, to. So it's
0: got to cut down. It's got to cut yeah.
3: down. Yeah. A that's lot the question. To get
2: down there, or it's just back to the old Model Three price. Of I mean, I think
3: expecting. I think that's where we're gonna see brands like like again like Hyundai put out like an Elantra that's fully mm-hmm. electric and and gets hopefully decent mileage and and it stays under thirty k would be great.
2: Yeah. If, if I had to bet on a cheaper EV, Hyundai might be. They've been Might really. Be my,
0: if I had to put a bet on a legacy car, well, let's make it a bet. Yeah. Let's make it a bet. Yeah. Who's going to? Let's define this though. Who's going to make <laughs> the first sub thirty thousand dollar EV with over two hundred forty? Let's say two forty. Okay. Miles. Two forty
2: feels like my like minimum of being excited. So anything yeah. over that feels like a so, bet. So on who's going to yeah.
0: land there? Sub thirty. Sub sorry for sub those 30. listening. Sub thirty thousand dollars starting price, yeah, and at that price, two hundred forty or more miles of range to Ooh. the battery. Who's gonna get there? I I think my money's on Hyundai, Hyundai. Okay, I Am
2: have. I? Well, if I can't pick Hyundai, I really really like that choice. Yeah, and this is gonna be a weird choice because they don't have an EV out right now. But I'm assuming this is gonna be within the next five. It's gonna take about five years. I could see Toyota doing it. Because they're not fully EV yet, but they still have done a lot in battery space a little bit. They're pledging a lot of money to it, and they just are one of the largest manufacturers in the world. Yeah. Right, they are.
0: If I was a betting man, I would be betting on Tesla to get there first. Really? Because it's really a drivetrain question to me. Who's going to get that 240-mile battery pack drivetrain down in price first? It might not be the best car at that price, but I think they'll get there first.
2: Uh, Also, are we counting EPA certification or like— Real world testing, what do we? EPA. Let's, yeah. I think yeah. EPA yeah. is a solid sure. enough number. We know yeah. it might be a little, it's
0: easier that, to test. Yes, it's right. e- Yeah, yeah, okay. But that's I like that. Yeah. We'll we've see got we a got bet a, going. We've we'll got
5: see everyone in like, like 10 this. years when this finally <laughs> Let's
0: revisit this every year until it exists. Okay,
2: perfect. Feel? Thanks for joining us again. For sure. See you next year. That's <laughs> <Sounds> good.
3: <laughs>
0: All right. All right, so David, we're talking future. we're talking uh we're talking what we're expecting out of twenty twenty two here. Now we actually briefly mentioned last week we were talking about like, oh, what if we do see a bunch more custom silicon in the world of not just smartphones but computers in general, But I don't know if you're looking forward at twenty twenty two what kind of tech are you expecting slash hoping for? I'm expecting the e v market to
6: explode even more than it did l- this year. Is mm. it still this year? Uh, uh it is yeah. still. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
2: and when this comes out, it still will be, too. <laughs> okay, if, yeah. if that's what you're wondering, yeah.
6: <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm expected to see, like, a lot more EVs with probably their own stuff. Uh, new chipsets by individualized manufacturers, I think, will at least start the process of happening. Like, Tensor started that, and, like, I would love to see what Oppo Group and Xiaomi are going to do with yep. their own hardware. Um, It's hard to... L- it, probably more folding phones. Like, honestly, like, we we've, we've seen a lot of interesting folding phones in 21. And I know that there were some that even got canceled just because they couldn't get the price point low enough. Right. So Which I feel was like that? That, was that, that was the TCL. The folding
2: rolling one? Is no, That no, oh, wasn't okay. folding rolling. Like was was TCL one. Do you think there we'll see that in 2022? A rolling phone? The folding and rolling is
6: now like is multiple different.
2: I think there's a couple. TCL was the oh. first oh, yeah, they did folding a rolling and then yeah. or even just rolling in general.
6: I think we'll see more because the tech... Between ultra thin glass and that kind of stuff is just gonna get cheaper and cheaper and eventually yep. other manufacturers are gonna be able to enter the space, which is good because Samsung has like a four year lean now. <laughs> yeah. So there's
0: there's folding pixel rumors.
6: There's like folding yeah. uh, there's, there's folding, folding iPhone folding rumors, iPhone too, rumors every mean, year. I think I it's gonna be out. three years before we see a folding iPhone or I a folding pixel. to be honest. I agree with you. Every on single that, folding again. pixel rumor that I saw this year, I was like, it's not happening anytime Bro, soon. It's coming out this with is all the Pixel Ultra. Wrong. Oh, right around no, the corner. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Three
0: years ago. <laughs> right. On the EV topic, would you like uh-huh. to join a bet that we made in a previous segment? Oh boy. <laughs> so we had, I think, Hayato has a guess. You have a guess. I have a guess. Yeah. He mentioned EVs, and we're we're trying to think who will be the first company to come out with a sub thirty thousand dollar EV with greater than two hundred forty miles of range. Sub thirty. Sub thirty. Who do you think it will be? Do you want to know who we guessed or who our bets are on before you place your bet? Sure. So I bet on Tesla. Oh. I bet on Toyota. And Hayato bet on... Hyundai. Hyundai. I was going to guess Hyundai. I
6: really? think Hyundai's
2: a really good choice. Actually, yeah. I went Toyota I actually... after just not wanting to be the same guess as Hayato, but oh. I really like Hyundai. I was actually going to guess
6: Hyundai too, because they their cars are already this year starting to look really futuristic-esque, mm-hmm. and they're really good at making cheap cars. So,
2: hmm. Also, um, real quick, Adam, you didn't get to join in on this. Do you want to quickly throw a guess out? Okay, he wow. says he would have also sent day.
6: So, so odds got to be lower on that because he yeah, guys are happens? all in on. We, don't, we on also
2: don't have a punishment for this or anything. Well, no, we no. never have punishments. Yeah, we should. We have a hot I sauce mean, bet going on Over on, on the f one fifty
6: for f
0: one fifty. Oh boy, oh boy. No, I think I think we'll expect a bunch of new EV stuff, and obviously we'll be covering it too. We have autofocus. We have the videos. Yeah. We're planning on making more EV stuff in general. God, I wish I could show you guys the package we got today because it's it's. I'll just leave it at that. We have a lot more car focused stuff in the works. Mm. It's great. Next year is going to be great. Stay tuned for it. Um but yeah, I think I think the world of like custom silicon is going to be really interesting. The world of also low key, maybe I'm just tossing this at you, but mirrorless cameras. Like I feel like we kind of got a little bump up in the last year yeah. of like a lot of really good interesting mirrorless cameras. I do think that yeah, I think that
6: mirrorless cameras have sort of like almost saturated their potential specs without computational photography features. Mm. So I could see 2022 being a year where finally phone computational photography features start getting added to mirrorless cameras.
0: I would like that a lot.
6: Yeah, because I think they have a longer like development cycle anyway. Yeah. So maybe if they started it a couple of years ago. They could already be in the works. Yeah. And I also want to say, I really hope that 2022 is as exciting as 2021 was for tech, because I honestly think this year was like, there's so much this year, mm-hmm. yep. whether it was from like M1 Pro, M1 Max stuff, or like, you know, just, just somewhat, so many new product categories it felt like.
0: Yeah, sometimes I look back, like obviously it's December, so we'll look back at the year we just had, and I I remember like, oh, that was this year? Yeah. Oh, that was also this year? And yeah. we, we just had so much. We just looked at at the YouTube sort of, stat rewatch of like YouTube just emailed me just a bunch of stats from the past year mm-hmm. and it said January was our most viewed month <laughs> of the year and I was like what do you mean January <laughs> End was of last year was Oct- have you ever heard of October yeah, before yeah <laughs> Textember, they're all a thing and then I yeah. look back and it was like we had S21 Ultra we had well the whole S21 line yeah um, but just a bunch of stuff all sort of launched and CES it was just kind of a, a, a bunch of a wave of stuff mm. all happened in mm. January so yeah it was a yeah. good year for yeah. tech it was a great year yeah. yeah, and for
6: my life personally I'm happy now just wanted nice. you to know that Aww.
0: that's a good time thank you rate that was us a,
6: five stars on Apple Podcasts that was such a good way happy. that was a great way to end for, this one one star okay. equals one more happiness for me
2: wait but so, don't rate it one star <laughs> no I mean what e, each star each individual oh, star. Okay. each star got it like got one
6: like it. equals one okay. you know happiness you better
2: not tank our ratings Steve.
6: <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you
2: <laughs> thank you so much for joining us um, we'll see you next year Oh wow! I keep doing keep it. saying
1: <laughs> it. Why do you keep saying it? Oh.
2: So easy. It
0: is easy. It feels weird. Oh my God. Yeah, we we're we're talking future now. This is um, this is this is 2022 now. We're talking about. So you've had a. You mentioned in the last one you you saw Rivian as like a really interesting polarizing thing in the tech world that caught your eye. That was pretty cool. And I think you you mentioned Astrobot, which was. Which was pretty sick. I'm glad it got its mention. Now we're looking forward. What are you looking forward to, or maybe hoping for, or predicting in the tech world somewhere in 2022?
4: Another obvious answer is like iMac Pro is probably going to come out with M1 chips. Oh, yeah. That's 27, 27 inch iMac Pros. Like there's the 27 or 24 inch iMacs, but I think iMac Pro will come out next year in 27 inch. Little, Black bezels, like professionals can get their own iMacs again. Um, yeah. No,
0: there's a lot of actually. The rumors have been starting to to wind up a little bit about yeah. iMac Pro. Like we're we M1 know it's iMac Pro. So so it might be like so we have M1, we have M1 Pro and M1 Max. This will be a larger desktop form factor, and so it would essentially be an even more scaled up version, kind of like two M1 Maxes. With each, Like, it would be that many cores and that many GPU cores, but it would probably have a new name. And so it would have, obviously, immense power. We're hoping it'll look something like a Pro Display XDR, because if it's a Pro thing, it would be a little more boxy, black front bezels, probably a webcam built in. This would be like the dream machine that I'm describing. I don't know exactly what it'll look like, but I do think that's slotted for 2022. I think we can expect that.
4: Yeah, I feel like... I feel like on the range of products for professionals right now, you have like the Mac Pro, which is like kind of more powerful than you need to be, as far as like where the pricing is at. And then you have like the iMacs. The new MacBook Pros are in there too, but I feel like you don't have like a mid-tier iMac Pro. Like there's something that needs to fall in there for professionals is like a desktop computer. Yep. So like pushing MacBook Pros aside, like the desktop. There needs to be another in between between iMac and Mac Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. No, probably I think so right? too. And right. I think
0: that's probably also where the price is going to be. Like we see, so we see like the six to twelve thousand dollar Mac Pro setups, and we see like the fifteen hundred dollar Mac Pro. There's a clear like MacBook Pro priced desktop that can live somewhere in there, probably like three thousand dollar ish range. Um, that professionals are very willing to pay because of how much work they do on it and how much money yeah. they make from their machines. So I think that's that's going to yep. be a good one. Uh, that kind of ties to and something then, I'm looking forward to too, but I'll mention that later.
4: I'll, I'll say for my prediction, I feel like, I feel like David kind of stole my answer of, uh, I feel like EVs are going to be insane. Like we've been talking a lot about, the, like the Maki just going off with seeing it all around town. There's taxis now, mm-hmm. um, but you got like the Rivian. I feel like Electrify America is going to have to step up their game next year. Um, just with this many EVs getting purchased, like they're just going to have to make a better network to catch up. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. (laughs) They've made, they've
0: made some really interesting steps since, even since our video, Mm -hmm. like, I think I remember them obviously wanting to know more about the uptime of their chargers without officially supporting it through their tech. So they'll have like people going to each charger one by one and reporting the uptime, whether it's still working or not. Something we have to keep an eye on because they want to make their stuff better. I'm sure that's not just a money question. Like they have to spend the money, but they have to have the right ideas to make their network more usable for road trips, which is obviously a bigger question and probably Mm -hmm. easier said than done. So that's something I'm going to keep my eye on too. And maybe we'll do a, who knows, part two, part two, gasolina versus electric. Are you down? Truck version. Uh, (laughs)
4: I'm <laughs> um, always down, especially when you got that pod podcast uh, quiz quizzes or whatever yeah. it is. Yep, Quiz Weekly. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll just start planning it now. It, maybe we'll do.
0: Again. Maybe we'll do like a truck. We'll version. go pick him up after the holidays, and <laughs> <laughs> we'll do like a like a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rivian versus I don't know Cybertruck versus F one fifty Lightning. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yeah, that's for sure in the cards. Thanks for joining us, Tim. That's uh, that's a look into our future.
4: Yeah, thanks.
2: Thanks so much, Tim. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we get back, we're gonna bring Michael, who does our motion graphics on. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now
0: through May 31st, we'll give you five dollars for every twenty you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine—you name it. Find out how to get your five dollar rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll: Less work, more clean. Terms apply. Support for this show comes from NetSuite, and that's exactly what NetSuite provides: support. But what they really provide is support where you need it, because no one needs help where they don't need it. So NetSuite wants to provide you with products and services that are tailor-made for your business. Help where you need it. NetSuite is a top-rated cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Do the math, see how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks, so head to netsuite.com slash waveform. That's netsuite.com slash waveform, netsuite.com slash waveform. So we're talking talking future for 2022. So last week we talked about, we we did uh, some of the most difficult motion graphics projects and some of the things that we were talking about from the past year. What what are you looking forward to for this year for twenty twenty two? Any tech you're looking forward to? Any any things you're predicting maybe might happen or show up?
5: I think for me, it's not so much a prediction, but I'm just curious. Like, I'm just curious to see where desktops go in the future. I don't know if it's twenty twenty two or beyond, but mm-hmm. with we were talking in the last episode a lot about um, the new MacBook Pro and just how much power you can put in your backpack basically to carry around. Um, like I know that desktops will always need to exist for a certain like percentage of prof- professionals, but like if I don't feel like I need a desktop, then probably a lot of other professionals in my field or in our field or similar fields might also not feel like they need a desktop. So at what point, you know, will a photographer need a desktop anymore? Will like, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just interesting to see like, maybe some people will still prefer to have that level of like power and stability and um, all of that but I don't know I just I'd be curious to see like I know it's been a slow slow decline I mean like when we were all kids it was like you had your desktop computer in your house and that was the thing but and like even like high school and stuff like that you were you had a, a school computer and a home computer and like obviously that transition has happened slowly over time but I feel like it's happening faster and faster
0: I think that's an interesting way to frame it. I feel like we've always needed desktops for a couple specific reasons, one of them being computing power. You just, if you need over a certain level of wattage or a certain amount of power, you had to have a desktop. And that's been actually my biggest tether to a desktop is I need a certain amount of power. And then usually the other is like the size of your screen or the amount of ports, you know, just physical constraints of like the size of a laptop. And I wonder how many people today use a desktop because of those constraints versus preference. Mm -hmm. Like if you could give those same people a MacBook Pro with all the power in the world and a monitor, would they use that and accomplish exactly the same stuff? Or are there still a huge percentage of people who require a desktop for the power it gets? Um, yeah. I don't know what that landscape looks like. I could probably talk to people like Linus and get a better idea. Well, if you but, put yeah. gamers into this, it's a whole different story.
2: Well, but gamers will still looking at graphics. They'll always yeah. be looking at
0: desktops. So exactly. For very
2: but also
5: time. gamers aren't going to the cafe to game. Exa- so like, yeah, they don't exactly. need that portability anyway. Exactly. You know?
0: Right. So yeah, that's a that's an interesting way. I, you know, we talked about uh, iMac Pro briefly, I think, also with Tim, where we're like, okay, we know it's probably coming out in the next year or so. And hmm. I'm going to talk about my own Mac Pro Apple Silicon expectations, but I think, uh, yeah. I think I'm think i always gonna be a desktop person just because I prefer to have the most possible power, and there is still a difference between the most power you can get in a laptop and in a desktop, mm-hmm. and as long as that def- yeah. difference exists, here I am, a desktop guy. But yeah, I am curious yeah. about that.
5: I think people will still also want, like, it's almost like if you're using your computer for work entirely, I feel like there is that separation of of work and life where you have you have your desk. I feel like I've even seen it with like your workflow, Marquez, where you used to have desktop at your desk. If you're not in the studio, you can't help you can't do anything. Yep. But now you have your laptop and you're home, and it's 9 p.m. on a Thursday, and you're like, oh, I forgot to render that thing out, or Michael needs this clip. Um, you can technically do it, versus mm-hmm. before you couldn't. So that's going to be an interesting distinction as well of like. Will people still say, oh, I prefer a desktop because that's just one level of like separation too? I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely does represent that for me. Like I, yeah. I would always have a, a place yeah. that I go to get that sort of work done. And yep. so that work is always tied to that place because the desktop doesn't move. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to follow, especially with all the silicon getting better and the GPUs getting better. We'll, uh, we'll maybe see some some shifts in that world. <laughs> and maybe gamers will start gaming on laptops way more I mean than I have think it past. will happen
2: eventually the one thing that not to rant too long on this but I always <laughs> think about how like gamers still haven't really like brought like gone down to even like smaller towers anymore you still see so many with like I mean I have a smaller sure. like compact size tower but it still is like people with a ton of money will still buy these full-blown tower PCs to just get literally every ounce of power out of it possible and I don't see that going away anytime soon
0: a lot of that is yep. just a physics question, too. It's like the more airflow you want, the bigger space you have to have. A, yeah. The more thermal envelope you want, the more space you have to have. And like, yeah. obviously, the more wattage you need to push, all of these are just physics questions. So, yeah, desktops still own that right now. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the difference between smartphones and mirrorless cameras, like the power users who use mirrorless cameras. You know, we get the software features in the smartphones to sort of add the depth of field and blur in the background. But like, yeah. At a certain point, you if you want have, the, yeah. the the shot, you have to have the big camera.
5: Yeah. For sure.
0: Word. All right. Well that's our that's our uh future look. Yeah. I think we'll we'll keep an eye on a lot of this stuff. We'll talk more about Apple silicon in a in a upcoming segment. I'm sure plenty yeah. for the rest it'll, of our lives. It'll keep yes. happening. But yeah, uh it's, that's been it. It'll never end. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being the motion graphics wizard. Appreciate you. And now I'll talk to you next year. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> so bye. Take it easy, Michael. Thanks for coming. All right, Vin and Brandon, welcome back. We're talking future 2022. Now, we've already had a bunch of <laughs> future. <laughs> we've had a bunch of uh, predictions. Do you guys in the cinematography world, or maybe just in tech in general, have any tech or gadgets or anything really that you're looking forward to or hoping for in 2022?
1: I want a 27 inch or 32 inch Pro Display XDR 120 hertz. Make it happen, Apple. Ah, same. But put put the chip inside so I can do like a like a external GPU kind of thing. That would be sick, right? So,
2: ooh, interesting.
1: Because there's a rumor going like around. Like
2: an iMac that needs mm, it.
1: Like like call a like a that, Pro huh? Cinema display that has like an external GPU. Okay. Yes. So
0: Apple has that ability uniquely to just like that in with their hardware. They are they have the Apple Silicon already. They already know what they can do via Thunderbolt. Mm-hmm. And if they wanted to build in, literally, it would kind of act like a dock. It would act like a, an external GPU inside of the monitor. And you would have extra GPU power when you're plugged into your desktop. And then you unplug it and you're on the go with the MacBook Pro.
1: Because the M2 chip is supposed to be like a double M1 Max chip, right? Something like that. Yeah, that's the rumor. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is already hilariously powerful and probably pretty sick. <laughs> But The best
1: vinyl cut machine. Yeah,
0: that would be, I'm super about that. Also, aesthetically, are you picturing the same thing as me, which is like basically a black Pro Display XDR, maybe a little thicker, maybe a little smaller, basically like that? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe without the $1,000 stand.
1: Yeah, I think two thousand should stand. have a stand <laughs> <laughs> M2? The $2, 2000 dollars stand
2: is the <gasps> external <gasps> GPU enclosure. And then it's built into the stand. Oh my god. Then it would actually be worth 1000 dollars We should not yeah. give them these types of ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. not aesthetically pleasing enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if they made it just like the cheese grater, like on the mm. back. If it was just <laughs> That sounds awesome. I'm just gonna tape a cheese grater to the back of your monitor.
1: Don't do it. My answer <laughs> actually goes hand in hand with this. I'm actually looking forward to the revival of the iMac Pro. Because there's yeah. been a lot of rumors here, and the iMac Pro is a form factor that I really believe in. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I I want a desktop to be a desktop. I don't really want to dock my MacBook at home. I wanna have my computer at mm-hmm. home, my, my desktop setup that I don't have to futz with. I can just leave it, have it be powerful, et cetera. I was hoping the 24-inch M1 iMac would suffice. It doesn't really. Like, I can make it through a little bit of Final Cut Pro before it starts to show its limitations. Mm -hmm. Listen, those colorful
0: iMacs are really, really good daily machines. Yeah but we're not out of here throwing red code raw yeah, exactly. at like your daily living room machine actually it was kind of funny being in some of those briefings the way they described how they wanted people to use them where we're like yeah. okay mm. describe why these have white bezels and they're like well so when you move it to your kitchen it blends in with the tile and we're like to oh move whoa around. okay so this mm-hmm. is this is like your you don't family you want to move your red code edits I, between uh, <laughs> you know it's it's a family computer i probably won't be doing some hardcore editing but i'm with you i am a desktop as a desktop type person. Like mm-hmm. I need the station. Yeah. And when I'm at the station, I know what I'm doing, which mm-hmm. is work. Interesting. I imagine that also probably has high refresh rate. I would hope probably has that big chip, a little extra RAM and maybe even a, we're talking probably 5k at least, maybe 6k display looking like a pro display. Hopefully XDR. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that yeah. would be nice. I'm looking forward to it. I'll talk more about my Desktop predictions a little bit later, but I think that's a safe bet for spring, which oh, is going to be exciting. Whoa, here's hope. That's pretty early. I think that's a safe bet. I mean, safe we bet. Apple safe promised bet. what a two year transition, right? So, yeah. this is the we need to make our own like draft but, but chip shortage. For tech. There is a chip shortage, and I <laughs> guess that was predicted scary, yeah. before the chip shortage started. But seeing how Apple's been sort of churning along with M1 and M1 Max now, I think they're on their way. We'll see. Yeah,
2: I like it. We hope so. Don't disappoint us, Marquez.
0: Soon, <laughs> soon. All right, so that's been the team. Yeah. Which leaves us with our 2022 just predictions just or things we're looking forward to. I kind of have a couple. Maybe I'll just drop them in random order. I'd like to hear yours feel. first.
2: I went first last time. You go first this episode.
0: Okay, fair. So I've got a couple things. One for the channel and for the podcast. I predict and I hope. That we do more collaboration. Yeah. I don't think awesome. we did nearly enough collaboration in videos. I think we had a lot of fun when we did, whether it's visiting Mr. Beast in his studio or grabbing Neil deGrasse Tyson for 25 minutes to talk about moon rocks. Like, I think every time we're able to bring in the appropriate talent or creator, it is so much fun and it makes a video way better and i think we'll do that more both on the main channel and on the podcast in 2022. And i think bringing in people
2: like that that aren't tech specific, like it's always fun to collaborate with tech specific, but it's really fun when we can find a tech based video that can bring in a non tech based youtuber and bring in more context. And loop it all together. That,
0: yeah. Yeah, for sure. So i that's my uh sort of creative goal/foresight and my other tech thing that i'm looking forward to since i know people want to know this is I think we see the completion of the Apple Silicon Mac upgrade cycle, which means not just an iMac Pro in spring, but hopefully a Mac Pro in the you fall. I think both next I year? I think both. I mean, I hope both, obviously, but I'm thinking If you both. had
2: to pick, which one comes first? iMac Pro, of course. So if only one comes out next we- year. It's iMac next Pro. Week next week. Next, yeah. I wish next week. Yeah. Okay. It'll iMac be iMac Pro. Pro.
0: But I have such high hopes for the Apple Silicon desktop. And really this is part of the challenge, which is like, okay, I've really enjoyed this 16-inch MacBook Pro. This is such a good problem to have. I, I could just switch everything over to this machine and plug the laptop into a Pro display and that would be my new desktop yeah. setup. But I know that I'm gonna regret not waiting for the desktop, which will have more power, more storage, more modularity, and will just sit under my desk and do everything I want it to. If they continue down the path that they've been going, this will be my favorite tech of 2022. I just have to keep mm-hmm. waiting, just like I did for the last couple Mac Pros, and uh, this this should be the one. So I that's hope you what don't have to wait
2: to. as long as you did for the last Mac Pro.
0: The last Mac Pros were a little bit weirdly over and underwhelming. Like remember the trash can Mac Pro? Like we waited oh, yeah. so long for a new Mac Pro, and then it was this absurd. Darth Vader looking single fan, like weird. It was the craziest, weirdest thing. And we're just like, oh, okay, this is very different, very new. Let's just jump right in. And it turned out to not be all that. But we sort of, it it had its run in my workflow for a Mm -hmm. little while there. Um, Now we have this new Mac Pro, which is a tower. And that's what we're all really hoping for. And it does a lot and it's very powerful. But now Apple Silicon it's just eating all of the Intel lineup alive, and I have no question that the last remaining puzzle piece, which is the desktop, the Xeon chip, the 768 gigs of RAM in my computer, like, uh-huh. let's let's get an Apple Silicon version, please. So, ready for that. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, uh, that'll be great. More for you. You're doing a lot more video editing than I am, but, um, like, I always love seeing that. I always love having... Faster export times, it always makes us more efficient, and gets more videos out. So whether you like Apple or not, if you like the channel, you should be liking M1 stuff because
0: it helps us immensely. Here's a, here's a random out of the blue prediction. There's gonna be a new Apple monitor with higher I, refresh rate. With higher refresh rate. Yeah.
2: I still don't know if I'm full well, like, uh, oh, maybe this is just like the the gamer gatekeeper in me, but I like I don't know how much difference 120 hertz makes on monitors for when people aren't like playing games Gaming. and doing videos that are do, that are at a frame rate half of what a 60 hertz is.
0: It's more of, it's a lot of the same stuff I talk about in phones where like, yes, when you're right. in it an application, yeah. but even just like scrolling around the mouse, moving around the, the mouse on the trackpad, doubling the frame rate from 60 makes a big difference in just overall smooth feel. When I'm moving around the Final Cut timeline, of course that matters, but when I'm just scrolling in Safari when it finally finishes supporting it, yeah. like, that's huge too. So I'm hoping slash expecting we get a new desktop and a new monitor to go with the desktop. So mm-hmm. there it is, out of nowhere, left field. All right, let's see.
2: I have I have a tech hopeful prediction, maybe not so much a prediction, but this is just something that I feel like is overdue. Mm-hmm. We need to, DJI has been making, I'm just going on drones again because I've been thinking about it since that few thing. Mm-hmm. DJI clearly makes the best drones out there and they're making a bunch of really cool things. But they've kind of, after FPV drone, like Mavic's turned in, t- t- they used to have all these different sizes, but now they're just fitting such cool things into such a small size. The thing about drones that feel the furthest behind are battery life. I f- we need to start getting some drones with like 40 minutes of battery life to an hour of battery. Mm-hmm. I would love, love, love if DJI could just put out a Mavic Air or Mavic 2 or whatever they're called these days and it has 40 minutes of battery life. That would be wild. Yeah.
0: It kind of feels like, um, kind of how, you know, the smartphone usage is built around one day of battery life where it would be nice to have a weaker smartphone battery, but we've built so much of our lives around it lasting one day. Like you have, you've got a charger next to your bed. Yeah, You've got a charger at your desk at work. And it's to the point where like when you buy a drone, you get multiple batteries and a multi-battery charger and you're just expected to just land it and swap it out and take it off again. it, fe- it I would be nice to have, like, a, an hour-long battery. I feel
2: like it's easier to say, like, one day is okay because you have a very specific time there for it to be not using it and charging it's, it, where yeah. 20 minutes is just brutal
0: yeah they're like they're like thirty to thirty five now is where I'm seeing the higher end ones I've and I'm never sure they've seen I've never gotten that so know. the film ones the highest end Dji film ones which have a like bunch like of heavy Matic's lithium or? ions no no way above the mavic oh, but they're okay. like supposed to carry like an uh like a mirrorless camera oh okay they'll be good for like a half hour of flight which That's, is really good but it's still only half an hour
2: yeah and I'm I know they're I'm pretty sure the reason is is just like at a certain point wait when it comes to flying is is super important and that's just the we don't have the advancements in technology for batteries to change that yet but uh,
0: figure it out battery density yeah you know it's just like do it come on battery density battery density applies to more than just drones if they can solve that for drones they also just solved electric cars yeah. 500 miles of range is a battery density question at yeah. this point. Lucid Air, new drone. So they're all, we're all on it. Yeah. Everyone's in this together. Um,
2: all right. prediction for right. I'm going to do a prediction for the channel. Mm-hmm. And this is in 2022, I'm going to get Marquez to play some sort of games on a live stream, whether it is a studio channel and we're doing like Mario Party, whether I can just convince it. There's no way I'll get him to play Valorant. But if I can convince him to play some new shooter, there will be some sort of fun game and enough of us here at the office now that I will get Marquez to play a game on a live stream somewhere.
0: Does Among Us count?
2: I mean, Among Us is a little old now. Come on. What is this? 2021? Does it, does it not count? It's a it game. It counts. Yeah. Oh, you're saying you played it already? No, I will play that. Okay. Yeah. I already will play it. There, Among Us. But there will be, we all know in 22, there will be that Among Us Fall Guys, like super hype game that's True. super simple and fun. and we'll, And we need to set up some sort of a live stream and have like a fun studio
0: channel game night. Alright. We'll have a we'll have a Andrew teaches Marquez insert game oh, here. I would love that as well. When like that a game more comes out. Game. When that game comes out, Andrew teaches Marquez insert game here.
2: There was once where I taught one morning I taught you PUBG for like an
0: hour and that was yeah. super fun. And then I got into a battle royale where I guess you kind of get seated among people of equal ability, but I was a very low ability and so I just got really, really bad bots and I felt really good about getting to like top thirty. That's awesome. But it was just That's really fun. Bad Games are fun, fun at every level. That's the best part about it. It was them. fun. It was definitely fun. All right. I like that. I like that prediction. Cool. I think we can, I think we can actually say it this
5: time. Do I think it. we can actually say it. it this time. You say it. You want me to say it? Don't
0: put it out on me. I'll
2: say it. See you next year. Waveform is produced by Adam Molino. We are partnered with Vox Media and our intro-outro music was created by Vane Silk.